Wait, what? Where are we? What's happening? Oh, hi. Hey, viewing party listeners. You made it to this podcast. You found us online. Hope you use the hashtag mini pod squad. Wesley and Katie and some cats. Watching movies, eating snacks. We're not sponsored by anybody. We don't even have a Patreon. We're just having fun. Welcome to viewing parties. What's a test? Viewing parties. Chanting all over your tatum. Viewing party. Everybody, welcome to Viewing Party. My name's Katie. Hi, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing Party. It's a podcast where we talk about movies because we watch them. Yep. We do watch them. <laughs> My sister's in the room. She's saying stuff that's making us laugh and say words <laughs> we don't want to say. One of our mothers. And I'm coughing. <laughs> Anna's got a cough. I'm coughing till I'm in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> coffin to coffin. The Hannah Thomas story. <laughs> if I was a Pokemon, I'd be coffin. Oh. Or weaving. Yeah. Probably both. Can't <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> stop. Or don't stop. I know you can't stop. You can't stop the beat every time I breathe. I cough. <laughs> <coughs> Okay, so this so we went to see manatees this week. Okay, yeah, let's ha- let's park and wreck our actual. Okay, look, there's nothing to park and. Hey, okay, so <laughs> I got really excited about manatees. They don't know how to talk anymore. We saw manatees. Yeah. We went to the zoo ticket. We went to the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. But we really just went to the aquarium. We really took a really long walk for no reason. We took a very long walk to the manatees twice. Yeah. Uh, the second walk was shorter. Why did? Th- okay. Here's my question. Okay. Why do you think it is that the first time you go see the manatees, you're like, man, this has taken forever. And then we walked back, and then we went to the manatees a second time, mm-hmm. and it's, like, shorter. Like, it's way easier the second Weird. time. Weird. Like, the second walk, you're like, oh, it's pretty close. But every time I go to the zoo, I'm like, man, the manatees take forever to get to. <laughs> But not nearly as long as anything else in the zoo. Weird. Because it's one of the first exhibits if you go to the left. If you just go straight through, yeah. But, like, it just feels like it takes forever. And the second time we walked over... I think maybe it's because you had to walk all the way from the car to the entrance to the pavilion. And then all the way to the manatees. And that felt like an eternity. Yeah. But you, like, cut out some of that the second time. Interesting. Or you're just more excited about manatees. I yeah, know. I don't know. I'm very excited about manatees. Um, it was very cold. We went to go see the zoo lights. The Columbus Zoo does this thing mm-hmm. where they put lights all over the zoo. And it's then they cool. stay open later. Mm-hmm. And then everybody goes to look at the lights. I bet they're going to be packed tonight because it's warm. Oh, my gosh. I bet the zoo is hopping. Yeah. Uh, it's super warm. So for whatever reason, it's December but in it Ohio. But it feels like October. No, it is 66 degrees out today. Yeah. I don't It is so nice. I don't know who climate I am anymore. Change. Thank you, climate change. <laughs> don't tell my mom. Um, I don't know what I mean What's by that. that? <clears throat> song? There's a song by the Postal Service where they talk about, like, people thought, like, the world getting warmer was, a like, a reward for all the good things that they did what there's a lyric in uh, i don't know what song this is 
And I love the Postal Service. It's a song that my roommate freshman year of college played all the time. It's definitely not such great heights. No. (laughs) It's um, the one about John F. Kennedy. I'm looking it up. Hang on. Because I never bothered to listen to it enough to know that that's what the song is about at all. I heard it on repeat like every night before bed. So. Oh. That'll do it. No, I know the lyrics. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> um, no. Anyways, it's December in Ohio, and it is 66 degrees out. That's totally insane, and I don't understand how this happened, but we're enjoying the weather anyways. When we're done recording, I'm going to go upstairs and lay down. Yeah. I don't want to With a window in. open. It's so nice out. Yeah, I'm going to, like, open up a window and do I'm all gonna that. I'm going to go take a walk. It's going to be nice. I want to lay down. Um, but yeah, we went to see the Manatees. They, uh, released Millennium and Falcon, the Mm -hmm. twin, the twin Manatees, like a week or two ago. So they're not there anymore. So we have Stumpy (laughs) and Heavy Falcon and, um, I want to say Cadbury, but that is not correct. Carmen. Cadbury was another Manatee. They had one. Yeah, they had one in Cadbury. Um, yeah. And Carmen. I love Stubby, though. She's so cute. And so sweet. so cute. Um, yeah, so we got to see them, and we took pictures, and it was really lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have some photos of them on the website. Yeah, we'll put up vanity photos. You can also check them out on my Instagram. Yeah. I have a I'll reshare them. Yeah. I have a whole highlight. Of um, manatees? Of ma- yeah, I have a manatees highlight That's at awesome. Good Job Katie. Uh, pretty exciting news. Did you watch any movies this week? No. I ordered some movies, and I read a book that was turned into a Hallmark movie, but I didn't watch any movies. I watched, well, I introduced my roommate to I Feel Pretty, and we really enjoyed it. Yeah. I also watched, um, maybe it was last week that I watched it. I don't remember if it was last week or this week, but I watched, um, Melissa McCarthy movie. Oh, yeah, we talked, we talked about, about that. Okay, time. cool. Perfect. I was like, did we talk about that? Yeah. Um... But I've really been listening to podcasts this week. I finished three in a week. Wow. I listened to Dirty John. Excellent. <laughs> Hannah, you'll want to listen to that. Do you know about it? I like Dirty. You know, I like John. Okay, go subscribe to these right now <laughs> as I'm telling them to you. Oh, Dirty John, if you don't know, is a podcast about... Spoiler alert... A con man who fakes being a doctor. And wow. like... But like, it's like it's way more than being a con man. And it ends in death. Yes. Okay? So you're gonna love that one. <laughs> Second podcast I listen to is Dr. Death. Also ends in death. <laughs> Begins in death. <laughs> middle is death. Ends is death. This guy is a surgeon. <laughs> Okay? Mm-hmm. He's a surgeon. He's like a neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. He botched every single surgery. How? Paralyzed people. You dumb. How do you do them. that and like still be oh, a doctor? No. Right, well, right? You'd think. <clears throat> no, and they talk about it. They talk about like, how does this keep happening? What were the other people involved doing that allowed this to continue? Yeah, how did they not like, revoke his license? To, oh, oh, it's like a whole... Th- and he was doing this for, like, years, okay? But, I mean, they went through the details of the surgery. Not, like, in super... I mean, yeah. Not as, like... Of course, it's a podcast. You don't get to see anything. But, like, they talked about, like... 
Okay, so a typical surgery of this would take about an hour, and you have to, like, basically screw in a little bit of, like, hardware or, like, a move something to relieve pressure. Okay. But he would spend hours in surgery and, like, be drilling too oh. many holes because he would miss, put screws all over the place, leave things in people's That's body. awful. Like, they were trying to figure out if he was, like, a madman, if he was killing people on purpose. Yeah. If he was That's just crazy. really bad or if he was, like... They're like, we weren't sure if he was an imposter. Yeah. Like, they were trying to figure out, like, who is this guy and how is this happening? Super good. It's, like, six episodes. And now um, now I'm in the middle of, I'm, I'm caught up on, it's called Believed. You'll really like this one. Yeah. Well, not, as much as you can like any of the very dark podcasts <laughs> I've been, like, dark investigative podcasts. Yeah. It's about Larry Nassar, the Olympic doctor who was, oh. like... Yeah. assaulting girls for like 30 years yeah. like like i didn't realize i knew it was a lot of gymnasts came forward and so, like so many people like gave their name for a testimony mm-hmm. 500 women wow. came forward and those are just the ones who came forward and right. said this yeah, happened to me too me too while their parents were in the room wow it was and so they go through like who was he like how did he get yeah. to be so well liked yeah you know cuz you have to understand who he was to people mm-hmm. and how he was the good guy for decades yeah to understand like how he could like not only like groom victims but like intentionally gain the trust of their parents because these were children crazy. he was dealing with yeah but he's like one of the most notorious pedophiles that's ever existed at yeah. this point like i don't i don't know of anyone that is like this level of yeah like, still talking about dr death no it's incredible. The podcast isn't done yet. It's like still going. There's only six episodes in and they're like 28 minutes each. It's so good. And I'm also listening to one about, um, they're talking about Y2K actually, <laughs> which is so like yeah. not nearly as like awful sounding, but going through a lot of different stories of like, these are some very unique things that were happening Yeah, leading up to Y2K, like really specific like stories of people kind of all over the world and what was going on. And like, they talked to the guy who created the myth of the bug and the other guy who was like their online arch enemy who was <laughs> like, no, it's a hoax. You all are idiots. <laughs> Like, That's funny. Um, so it's really, really good. And just talking about, like, the host himself was like, yeah, a lot of people are seeing, like, you know, the millennium as being this one thing. And he was trying to figure out how to tell his wife he was gay. And he was like, I'm, I guess I'm going to do it tomorrow, which is New Year's Day. Like, he was going through this whole thing of, like, my whole life's going to end. It wasn't like the world's ending. He was just like, I don't really care. My life is about to end. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go hurt the person I love the most. And that is how he was going to start off this new millennium. And it's, like, really, really good. There's some dude who had, like, gerbils. What? <laughs> I was like... I don't know. It's really good. What's wrong um, with having gerbils? There's nothing wrong with having gerbils, but he had a whole bunker. And he had... Full of gerbils? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> hamsters or something. He figured out that there was something to do with, like, the mating ratio oh no that like he could live off gerbils for a while when the apocalypse oh happened. my gosh <laughs> i don't know yet but that was the plan anyways oh it's gosh. really good it's excellent those are the four podcasts i've been listening to this week so i'm like eight kinds of woke a <laughs> <laughs> never marrying a dude who uh wears scrubs 
B, I'm never getting surgery. I told, I was I'm telling. Never, we don't want no scrub. <laughs> no scrubs is the, is the theme of these podcasts. Uh, I don't know. Don't trust a man named Larry. Sorry to my friend Larry. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the millennium. It was a real thing. It was a real thing. I was we're, there. We're in the third one right now. So, yeah. <laughs> those are the things I've been listening to. Highly recommend all of them. Uh, for those of you out there, their names again are, this is also for your reference. Okay, good. To help you out. The names of these podcasts are Dirty John, Dr. Death, Believed, and something about Y2K. It's like the, oh, oh, wait, it just, it was right there. It's called Headlong is the name of the podcast. Oh. This is season two, Surviving Y2K. Headlong, gotcha. I'll okay. take you on. They go headlong into nice. something. I don't know, whatever. Nice. So today, we watched a movie. Yep. That was not a podcast. Oh, wait, also about Dirty John, it is now a show on Bravo. Ooh. Second episode airs tonight. Whoa. So today we watched a movie. We did. We tried to find one that was either not a comedy or older than 1990. So we so the picked the first one that came up that was fit those that things. fit those things possibly was the Breakfast the Club. Breakfast Club. I have not seen this since high school. It was my freshman or sophomore year, and I was staying over at a friend's house who was no longer friends with me, and they quickly became not friends after this. Oh, oh! It didn't have anything to do with the movie. <laughs> the friendship ending. The friendship really needed to end. It was very toxic and abusive, yeah. um, very one sided. But you know, I remember watching this movie and being like. I mean, I kind of get it. <laughs> I was like, everybody loves this movie, but like, it wasn't my experience of high school at all because yeah. I was never in detention and I was never stuck in a clique. And I was like, I don't know, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't. I didn't understand how people do this to themselves. Yeah. So I just couldn't relate at the time. And now I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. As an adult, I'm like, it is inevitable. We do become our parents. <laughs> There's some good lines in this movie. Yeah. Like what, Wesley? We're all a little bizarre. Some of us are just better at hiding it, that's all. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely not. I'm terrible at, no. Wesley's really good at hiding it. (laughs) If you were to cast your, okay, if we were to recast The Breakfast Club, let's just start there. Okay. And you'd see what happens. If we were to recast The Breakfast Club, A, we would have no one from The Fellowship in it. <laughs> good. Because we've established that Aragorn and Samwise are the only good members of The Fellowship. Also, they'd be way too old for high school. Well, these people were also too old for high school, but some of them... They were closer than, than The Fellowship. You no, know, Judd was Judd was iffy. Got my okay, so, so recast The Breakfast Club. With, like, youngish actors? Um, I don't know. Because I don't know that many. Channing Tatum is the jock. We're just doing any age that... Yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay. Like, if they were to do, like, a table read of this. Yeah. I think Jennifer Lawrence would make... Ro- d- a switch up, like they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, a gender swap? We could gender, do ge- gender, gender swap. Gender swap. Thank you. I was like, a sex switch up? <laughs> You're like, that's <laughs> different. <laughs> it's a totally different movie. Sex and gender are not necessarily the same thing. Every time, every time I like am filling out a form and it's like sex and I'm like yes. no, <laughs> I just want to write no <laughs> instead of F or Y or M. F or Y. 
<laughs> What's the why? Female or yes? <laughs> we live in a disgusting society. Or female or yes are your only options. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Okay, so. A rape culture questionnaire would have... Sex, female, or yes? <laughs> so terrible. Uh, I hate that I made that joke and that it's actually that relevant. Yeah, that's um, the worst part. Okay, so we're going to recast. So we can recast The Breakfast Club and it can be gender swapped. Okay. I still stand by Channing Tatum would make a great job. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think Jennifer Lawrence would make a decent basket case. Yeah, she probably would. Not that those are gender swapped in the least, no. but um, let's see. <laughs> Who else could we put in this? Uh, what's that guy? The kid's name from Bates Motel. Oh, that yeah, he'd be a good Brian, wouldn't he? The the nerd. The nerd, yeah. I don't know their names. Allison. Allie, Claire, Brian. John. John Bender and Andrew Clark. Don't uh, super don't care about their names. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me how I know. I just want to stereotype them some way. Um, okay. Who would be a good who's gonna be like a good bender? Hmm. Who would be? <laughs> what well, is I mean, I just, I just want to say the girl from SNL that you really like, who was also in Ghostbusters. Kate McKinnon? She'd be a good basket case. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, okay. Kate yeah. McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is Allison. Yeah. <laughs> who'd be a good Claire? <laughs> besides just grown up. Right. Molly Ringwald. Right. Besides, <laughs> yes, besides adult Molly Ringwald. Um... Um, a prep um, really well. Um, 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 oh. Regina George, that actress. Oh. What, I mean, yeah, she's everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rachel McAdams? Rachel McAdams. I was also thinking um, Emma Stone, maybe. Mm, she could mm-hmm. be interesting in that. I think Emma Stone would also make a really good bender. I'm going to throw that one out there. Hmm. I think that she could really, like, handle that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because of her, um, what's the movie where she's in high school and it's the Scarlet Letter? We watched this. Mm-hmm. Easy A. Easy A. Yeah. Yeah, I think she could handle that kind of, like, that whole thing. Yeah, that could be really interesting. I don't know who would play that part if it was a guy. I don't know how I would cast that. Mm. Uh. Ryan Gosling. No. No. That'd be silly. Um. I don't know. I don't know. Boys are dumb. I also really want to put Aquafina from Ocean's Eight in it somewhere. Oh yeah. Maybe she could be the nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Helena Bonham Carter also, as Becca Case would be. A, Wait, you know, she can easy. be. She can be the principal. Yes. <laughs> yes, Helena Bonham Carter is the principal. Oh my god. Yes. yes. That's a weird fan casting. Oh, like. Melissa McCarthy is Bender. 
Oh, that'd be weird. <laughs> so we know that she can do, like, tough and raunchy and stuff, but I think yeah. she can also handle, like, the emotional, like, depth of that role. Yeah. I really think that she's mm, got that up I her sleeve. I another, like, male actor for that part, though. It just drove me crazy. <sighs> Clearly, I don't watch enough movies. Yeah, like that's uh, what? the problem. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's the problem that we're facing here. What if we put... My cat. Um, The guy who played Killmonger in Black Panther. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Absolutely. He's Bender. Yeah. He gets yep. to be Bender. Yep, 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 yep. Absolutely. That would be real For good. sure. Also, it'd be great to have a movie that's not all white kids in right? depiction. Oh, but then he'd be the bad guy. And like oh, a, that's true. Mm, you don't want gross. him to, like, we don't want to cast, like, the one The one black guy is the criminal. the criminal. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so he can handle the role, yeah, obviously. But it's also, role, like, He could totally be the jock. Yeah. He'd be a good jock. He'd be a great jock. He could, honestly, though, I think he could also handle being, like, the princess. Hmm. I've seen him in like other movies. Yeah. Oh, but... Zach Efron could be the princess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so okay. we've got Zach Efron as the princess. princess. Um, Michael B. Jordan could kind of go wherever he wants. He's at this the point. jock. Aquafina is the nerd. Kate McKinnon is the basket case. She yeah, she seems a little odd up compared to the rest of them now for some reason. Whatever. And then we still need a good bender. A.D. Bryant. <laughs> I love her. She could be a good basket case. She could do anything she wants. She'd be a great nerd. Yeah. She'd be a really solid one. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Bender's a rough one. Yeah. Because, like, anybody you cast is going to be like, Ugh. what if it was all women? We just Ghostbusters it. We just kill Ocean's Ada and just put all women in all the roles. Have you seen the, I'm sure I've shown you the vine of like this guy who's like, all female Ghostbusters, the feminists are taking over. I'm an adult virgin. Oh <laughs> it's funny. Uh. <laughs> the feminists are taking over. <laughs> And he's suddenly looking at the camera smiling and the Ghostbusters theme plays and he's just like, I'm an animal virgin. <laughs> like, it's just stupid. It doesn't uh, even, it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying there's anything wrong with being an adult virgin. There's everything right with being a virgin. <laughs> As we learned in this movie. Like, there's just everything right with it. Okay, so let's talk specifically about this movie. Yeah. Do they have sex in the closet? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Great. that's just my opinion. There is a sexual assault that occurs. Yeah. That's the one thing. That I'm, they turned into something funny. Yeah. That when that I, Molly it, herself yeah. has said, like. That's the thing she yep. would not do. She was like, definitely would not do that. Would over not. Again. Yeah. Super. Uh, <sighs> It's super... Okay, so here's the thing, though. I watched this, and when did you first see this movie? Uh, Probably, like, freshman year of high school. Yeah, that was about the time that yeah. I watched it, too. I was super affected by her character, I think. Mm-hmm. And the way that she was treated by all of the men in the room. Mm-hmm. All of the men in the room. Yeah. Like, all of them. Yeah. Every single man... 
in every single room. And it was super disturbing to see that, like, her, like, privacy was being made public Mm -hmm. for God knows why exactly that, like, needed to be discussed or why it was so important that everybody know this about her or why it was so important that she hide this either. Like, Mm -hmm. those two battling forces were really interesting. Mm -hmm. And then also, like... Why? I'm very disturbed by the idea that she was like, I'm going to get into a relationship with this guy who assaulted me. Yeah. Insulted me. And has been all around like horrible to me. Yeah. Start to finish, top to bottom. Like, mm-hmm. like why? <laughs> like, that is the most unhealthy. That is the, yeah, that's just like yeah, the least yeah, healthy yeah. pairing that has maybe ever happened in a movie where you're like, oh, then we're at the end, you're like, well, everybody's happy now and they're all going to be, like, friends forever. But, like... Yeah. No, he's going to, like, hurt her. (laughs) Like, this is going to end in, like, super abusive, awful, awful, awful things. Mm -hmm. Like, you can see that... You can see the trajectory of that relationship and you're like... (laughs) I mean, it was built upon the fact that he would be a good retaliation against her parents. Like, that's the basis of their relationship. So, no, it's not going anywhere. Also, he's a teenager with clear skin. (laughs) And can go do whatever he wants whenever he wants and knows a lot about sex, clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, those are the the basis of their relationship. Tallulah! Get your face out of that cup of water! Or I'm gonna throw something at your face. (laughs) She's just like, what? I'm so innocent. Look at this. Watch this. I hope... Don't get your face stuck, Tallulah. <laughs> Tallulah. <laughs> I mean, no, you, like, this is something you kind of, like, want to view, though. That was a viewing party in and of itself. Come on, get off the table. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Did you just unearth a cat from a pot of soil? The harvest is bountiful this year. <laughs> Oh God, I can't. Um, I don't even know. So this movie, so there's is one of the classic John Hughes teen movies. Yeah, it's assaulty and stuff. Yeah, it's it does a thing. It does a few things that are really awful. I think it does some things that are really good though too. Yeah, like, like it, what? it is known as like a really like one of those movies that has endured for a long time. Yes. I mean, it is something that makes, like, a nice... That makes a really solid stab at... Um, and I think... I mean, overall, I would say it does it pretty well of, like, introducing various stereotypical characters and, oh, I mean, really just allowing for some, like, emotional intimacy to occur mm-hmm. between humans and allowing them to see, like... We're all dealing with, like, very different, very the same stuff. Yeah. Like, it's all a similar kind of turmoil in their lives mm-hmm. and tension, and it's, like, manifested in a lot of different ways. I also like that they, they're they treated as people and not as dumb teenagers. Oh, like, my God. They, they actually, yes. like, they have real mm-hmm. problems and, like, mm-hmm. are allowed to express that, which is not something you see in a lot of teen movies, especially pre-John Hughes. Yes. So, I mean, like, specifically, there's a certain point where, like, Bender's, like, yelling at 
clear about like so go back to worrying about like your nail polish and yeah. your hair and all of this stuff. Yeah. But she never once complains about her nails or talks about her hair. Mm-hmm. She like never does she never like does the really petty things that like she's being accused of that she's like mm-hmm. that's actually not who I am yeah. at all. Yeah. And I like that they didn't like they set her up to look and, you know, feel that way. You were like, mm-hmm. oh, this girl. Yeah. But she didn't do the things that you would expect her to right. do. And the petty things that she did do, she was honest about them. Yeah. She was like. Like, yeah, that's just my she life. Was like, that's my world. Am I a bitch for being honest? Like, this yeah. is what it is going to look like for me. Yeah. And I really hate it. Like, but like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you about it either right now. Yeah. And I was like, man. I th- yeah, I mean, these characters are, were, of course, like, it stands up in that way. Mm-hmm. It does not stand up in a few other ways. No, like, why is this some... adult principal trying to fight a child? Yeah, he gets creepier the, like, older you are as you watch this. Yes, like, like as a kid, you're like, this guy's super a... messed up. But the older you are, you're like, you, you are, are a, a grown man. Yeah. Also, the principal of this very nice school makes $31,000 a the year. In the 80s. In the eighties, it made it made it hurt me. Let me look at. Hold on now. Do a trance. Yes, do that. It hurt me. That was the most shocking thing about this movie in the future for me. Calculator. (laughs) Of course, you're looking at an inflation calculator. I love that inflation. (laughs) The. So he's like brags like I make thirty one thousand a year, and I was like, and I have a home, and I was like, how? (laughs) I know, and you and I are like. (laughs) What? Like I might make thirty thousand a year, and I have to have roommates, and I can't afford my cat. Like yeah. I'm confused. I can't have an apartment. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, oh, ooh, this is a braggy number. Oh I'm totally. Gosh. It was totally lost on me. Uh, so that was super freaky in the future. <sighs> that assault thing was so like. Yeah. That's the thing that, like, was kind of funny in the 80s. Yeah, so, it's that kind of stuff that's, like, just, funny. And okay, I, so and, like... $30,000, $31,000 is how much he made. When was this movie out? 1985? He had to throw that one in there. 31000 a year. Yep, 1985. To 2017, so that's as close as it gets. Uh-huh. It, that would be $71,000 a year in today's money. That's insane. Which is probably more 30, than I would That's would 30 years and a $40,000 difference. Yeah. I... Yeah, what cost thirty one thousand in nineteen eighty five would cost seventy one thousand six hundred and thirty seven in twenty seventeen. That's why when people complain about I could go to college and work six dollars an hour and pay for it, it's because you were making twenty dollars an hour mm-hmm. in today's money. Yeah, you could afford to pay your way through college, and now you cannot. <laughs> I'm done talking about this movie. <laughs> All I I couldn't get past that number that he threw out. I yeah. was like, he was trying like that's a that was a respectable yeah. amount of money. Yeah, at that time. and if you're yelling at some to like be in a Chicago high school in the suburbs. Yeah, if you're yelling at some 
what you think is some, like, poor punk. Yeah. You know? Also, but, like, okay, so let's just talk about this principal and how, like. Yeah, he's terrible. Is he even the principal? He's just a teacher. he's the principal. I think he's the principal. He He has an office the nameplate. Yeah, that would be the principal. He is disgusting. Why is he trying to fight a child? Because he's apparently so insecure he needs to prove to himself. I mean, that was such an that was such an incredible scene, and it really, really showed John like who this guy is. Yeah, but he like teases and picks on and is like all like intentionally getting up under this guy's skin like forever and ever Mm -hmm. and ever. But like finally, when the guy is like, "I just want you to hit me," John's like. What? There is something so wrong with you that, like, he, like, doesn't, that it's, like, it stops even being fun or interesting to pick on this guy because he's just, like, yeah, this is disturbing. Like, yeah. And he realized, and it's, it's, it's pretty much the only moment in the film where you're, like, this is a child. Where you're, like, he realizes, like, I'm a kid. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. He's just so floored by how, like, jacked up this dude is and he's like I did not even know what I like he the person he thought he was dealing with is not the person that this principal is yeah he Vernon. was also yeah he was also one of those like something different than his stereotype yeah but in a worse way but in a way that's like horrific yeah. that's so scary like that is a that is a scary scary man yeah just terrifying. That, and I so appreciate that the janitor is the one who's like, dude, you're the one screwing this up. And he's yeah. like, no, the kid's turned on me. And he's, he's like, like, no. You're the one who cares what they think of you. Yeah. Like, they, I like, the like kids like the never. Yeah, the janitor's yeah. like, the kids didn't change, you did. Yeah. Like, teenagers will always be teenagers. Teenagers will always be this way. And this is a thing that I tell people about is like, I saw this in a lecture that Adam Conover did, of all people. It's, um, it's called, it's on YouTube, you can watch it, it's like 30 minutes, and it's called um, Millennials Don't Exist. Mm-hmm. And he just talks about, like, the sensationalization of, like, this new generation. But he's like, but if you look back at Time Magazine, this is what they were saying about Gen X, and this is what they were saying oh, about yeah. boomers. Well, and they're the, like, this I mean, new generation teenagers is... Teenagers didn't exist until the 50s. And, yeah. the, and if you, like, think about teenagers in the 50s. Like, how are greasers any different from punks in the 80s and or like, whatever today? Like, vapors now. Exactly. Like, it's, it's just, the same thing. It's the it's same thing. It's always the same thing. But yeah. as soon as you're 10 or 20 years removed from it, you think it's dumb. Yeah. And Oh, how could... They're so entitled. And yeah. it's like... Yeah, so were you. Yeah. It's the same. It's, uh, it's, it's how your brain functions yeah. when you're a teenager. Generations are made up. Like, they don't really, like, exist. Yeah. Like, the way that we think about generations is, like, mm-hmm. totally something that we, like, made up. Because it helped us, like, categorize people in a yeah, way that based we on could their understand. Exper- like, based on their experiences. Which like, is also, like... Which is fascinating. Very breakfast clubby in a way that's yeah. like, why did you stick everybody <laughs> Like, you and I are extraordinarily millennial millennials, and at the same time, like, completely not at all. Like, all of the things that are like, they don't want to work hard, it's like, we're fine with working hard, we just want to, like, be able to pay the bills, man. We did a whole, like, uh, series at work, a blog post about the different generations, and, like, 
misconceptions and like their work ethics and all these different things mm-hmm. and when you really see like it's just because people like different generations value things differently mm-hmm. so like the oh. silent generation they wanted to go work for 30 years get a watch not be praised about it and, and retire so when they see what, when was the what? boomers um the silent generation would be like our, our grand- parents yeah, our they, grandparents yeah but they like didn't want like but they survived like the Great Depression yeah. and two world wars. Exactly. Like but then the generation after them, the baby boomers, there were so many of them. They were so coddled as children. They were in a perfect They skipped society. the world wars. They weren't in a world war. Mm-mm. They were some of them were in Vietnam and things like that, but like yeah. they wanted to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And so the generation before them surely hated them for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when the generation after them came and we just wanted some quiet recognition again, the boomers were like, what the heck is this about? Like, What do you mean you don't want to take on your accomplishments and be praised for them? It's yeah, like, like, it's all just... Like, can I just on, do my work and, like, yeah. can I just, like, do So the our thing? generation, like, we would rather take a pay cut and have a good job that makes an impact. Mm-hmm. And we, we want... Um, we would rather have, like, mentorship than bonuses. Mm-hmm. Like, we're... Which blows the minds of all baby boomers. Mm-hmm. Which is why which it's Which is like, so weird that it's, it's just like, so why are you so mad about it? That because, it, and it's simply because of, like, how we grew up and what the economy was like at the time. Yeah. But we're all snowflakes, so what does it matter? Right. <laughs> right. I'm proud to be a snowflake. I mean, the people who call us snowflakes all have man caves because they need to be special. So we also well gender specific special. <laughs> I need to be totally sexistly special, which is such a ridiculous idea to be like. I need a man cave, and it's like, okay, cool. No, just have a den. You, it's fine. Right. You know what I would really like? A kitchen. <laughs> That's not a galley kitchen in a cramped apartment. Yeah. But even then, I'd be. Ha- I mean, honestly, though, I'd be happy with it. And they're like, why can't you guys all live on your own? And it's like, we can't afford it. Yeah, that's not how it works. Like, no one's paying us. It's it's such a, like, weird, tricky, like, we all want to be... This is... My understanding, this is how I feel, is that... Or at least my experience of things is that... I and the people around me now are beginning to recognize, like, what our very unique skill set is worth mm-hmm. and we're demanding we be paid that net worth mm-hmm. which is what our parents would want us to do right and people are mad at us that right. we want more money and it's like right i don't it's want of greed it's i don't of... want a corner office yeah i just want the paycheck yeah. Of what I, like, I want to know that. I deserve. Like. The work that I do. The work that I do. The amount, of, the amount of time that I spend self-educating off the clock mm-hmm. is, like, insane. I spend, yeah. my phone just told me that I spend two and a half hours a day on Instagram. Do you know what I'm doing? 
I'm Research. watching hair videos yeah. and I'm researching other artists and I'm like memorizing what their process is, what formulas they're using, mm-hmm. how they're like, I'm educating myself so that when a client comes in and they show me the photo, I'm like, I know exactly how this works. Yeah. I've seen it done a hundred times yeah. and I can figure it out because I've always been like a, I'm a visual learner, but I'm a really good mimic. Yeah. Is really what it is. So yeah. I can watch someone do it over and over and over and over again, and then I can, like, begin to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, if I take one class on it, I might not be able to sort it out at all, but I'm like, if I see someone do this a hundred times, like, I can, like, yeah. mimic the movements. And Anyways, so that's something very specific. But it's like, I just need to be paid what I'm worth, and it's not so that I can, you know... Go on Go expensive to, vacations. And I mean, all I do stuff, like vacations, but, like, but it's like it's not because I want to right. do this. It's because right. And my vacations are really this. smart. That's what like super bums me out. It's yeah. like you just want to travel, and it's like I want to go to Norway because I have free lodging. Yeah, like I'm not trying to blow money on Kaaba or Bali or something. Right. There's like some culture that I don't understand, anyways. And it would probably be a huge disrespect to like I want to mm-hmm. go do something that's like. I want to go spend time with the people that I love that are in different places than right. I am. And those are the vacations right. I take is because I know someone there who mm-hmm. can like enrich my life in a different way. And it's like, I go for connection. Yeah. Anyways, generations are a myth, <laughs> but it's such a bizarre thing that it's like your parents want you to make good money. But the moment you're like, I'm not making enough money. They're like, what do you mean? And you're like, I don't understand why you're mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why? Why are you so mad? Like, why aren't you saving more? Why aren't you managing your There's money? There's no money. Like, That's not possible if you're not making enough. Yeah, at a certain point, it's like, well, yeah, my friends and I, we're all sitting. all At the same time, we all checked our paychecks together on Friday and then immediately paid all of our bills. And we're like, well, that was a fun while it lasted. Yeah, exactly. Like, we, we were like, oh, that's really nice. Bye. And yeah. just, like, got rid of the paycheck. Yep. and we're like yep that was nice it was nice while it lasted hi like it was just like i mean it's just thrown i mean yeah which is yeah. what it is and that's how it has sort of always been but it's to the point of like yeah anyways anyways what generation trivia, trivia yeah about this movie yeah i would love to hear some breakfast club trivia all right because there's some cool trivia so, the scene where they all sit on the floor and tell stories about why they're in detention mm-hmm. was ad-libbed they got into character and they it wasn't scripted. The director just was like, "Go for it." That Isn't makes me great? so happy, and I'm also sad because I was snoring through most of that scene. <laughs> <sighs> that makes me really happy. I know that's one of my favorite things. We're just like, that's so great that they were able to come up with mm-hmm. these backstories for their own characters. I love it. Um, let's see. Film was shot in sequence, so like mm. they started at the beginning and just went all the way through. Good. It was originally suggested there would be sequels where they got together every 10 years, but they didn't do that. I'm glad. That had been weird. John Hughes wrote the screenplay in two days. Hmm? Yeah. Nice. Apparently, Judd Nelson made up a lot of the random terms he used in the movie. Like, what do you mean? Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby. 
he says at one point. You're just like, what are you even? Yeah, no, that was totally made up. What are you even doing? I can't imagine someone would write that. Yeah. I would hope someone wouldn't write that Yeah, that's down. something a teenager just says. Neo Maxi Zoom Dweeby. <laughs> like, what? Which also just adds to the whole, like, everyone's just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> they all had, like, interviewed for other parts. Hmm. Like, Molly Ringwald was originally going to be Allison. And then uh, Emilio Estevez was going to play Bender. I'm <laughs> glad that didn't happen. That would have been strange. I mean, it totally could have worked, though. Let's see. Emilio Estevez is so cute. He looks like someone that I like have seen a lot, and I can't figure out who it is. I don't know. He's just one of those like familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here are the ages of everyone. Since you wanted, we talked about that. Judd Nelson was twenty-five. Molly Ringwald was sixteen. Oh. oh! Yeah, that makes that worse. No, no, no. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, that's so bad. Emilio that's Estevez so was awful. 23. Anthony Michael Hall was 16. And Ali Sheedy was 23. Interesting. Super interesting. I mean, yeah, the two youngest look like the two youngest. They do look like the two youngest. Like, Judd Nelson yeah. is like, this is obviously an adult. Like, this is a grown man <laughs> sitting around. Yeah. But, like, you know, whatever. His haircut is so awful. It's so bad. And it's, like, perfect for the character, and I just, the whole time was... I spent half of this movie thinking about changing everyone's haircut. Everyone's haircut. The whole time. I was well, like, I would yeah. do something different. But it was perfect for the characters, and I was still like, I want to I want to change it so bad. Amelia's part just made me want to, like, throw up. Yeah, it was just awful. Apparently they rehearsed it kind of like a play. So one of the things I remember talking about in college was, um, so Greek plays back way in the like mm -hmm. olden days of Greek. I plays, am familiar. Yeah. <laughs> They've tried. They always tried to do things in real time because it felt more authentic. Like we mm. do like things that take like seven years in one movie, and they mm -hmm. would always do us tell a story in as much real time as possible. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the most the closest modern equivalence to that is oh because it's well, much about one what you, much, much well yes much but that's about Shakespeare. Is similar. Yeah. that's not like something written recently right but it uh, still takes from that specific kind that idea yeah but like this is one that's like it all happens in one day granted it's eight hours in an hour and a half but like mm -hmm. you're supposed to believe that it's like real time happening hmm nice which I always thought was fascinating that in like it's kind of got that classic vibe to it. But anyway, there's a lot of things in here. Is that it? There's a lot, but I don't know how important it is. I mean, I like I like these. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Vernon is based on a wrestling coach from John Hughes' high school who flunked him in gym. He was run into him later, and the coach said the movie was good, but the teacher was a real jerk. <laughs> Didn't realize it was based on himself. Mm, that had to be really vindicating. Sad. Yeah. To be like, very mm, satisfying. Mm -hmm. Like, yep, sure is. 
the movie was good, but it's okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's part of what makes the movie good. Ah, uh, Nicolas Cage was considered for John Bender. Oh, yeah, that okay. That would interesting. That would have been really interesting, and also super gross and rapey. Yeah. He's a real rapey character, man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we all knew that guy in high school, though. Yeah, I knew a few of those guys in high school, and I usually told them off. They were real skeezy. Yeah. Like, super awful. There were a few guys that, like, I had to just, like, tell to go away. Probably threatened to bite their finger or something. Yeah. Um, like, you touch me with that hand again, you're going to lose it. Just a hand once. Other proposed titles were The Lunch Bunch and Library Revolution. You went there when we breakfast club. I know. Yeah, which also would the the title it has makes the least sense is yeah. the title that works the Some, best. one of these says this also could be a reference to like a local um the nicknaming for like Saturday det- detentions at his high school was the Breakfast Club. But also there was like a radio show in the area called the breakfast club i don't know it doesn't seem to make any i mean the only actual reference to breakfast is that there's captain crunch (laughs) on a sandwich yeah the captain crunch (laughs) but anyway the cereal sorority Chicago Public Library donated ten, donated ten thousand books to be used in, as props in the movie. Mm, thanks, library. Huh. Cool. Interesting. I mean, so this, this movie's, is a fascinating movie. This movie's great for a thousand reasons, and yeah. I think it's good to like watch it every several years. But yeah, I would say that the older you get, the worse the principal is. Yeah. You're always you're, every time it's yeah. just like. Ugh. This is awful. Like, this is really, really awful. Yeah. Like, this human is a terrible human. Yeah. I get why this movie's a classic, though. Oh, absolutely. There's, like, no... There's... There was almost no way this movie wouldn't become a classic. I mean, it was either gonna be, like, a classic or, like, no one would ever remember it. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, it's a movie about kids sitting around talking. Yeah. Which sounds like nothing. Yeah. But it's, those are the best movies. Yeah. Those are the best. Because it's about genuine human interaction. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. Also, yeah, man, I just, like, can't. I I think the one thing, the two things that bother me the most, of course, have to do with how they handled the female characters Mm -hmm. are... The relationship between her and Bender and how somehow something that is, like, all toxic and already has an assault within the first eight hours of knowing someone mm-hmm. somehow becomes a romantic entanglement that's glorified in a way that's super... Strange. It's yeah. just gross. Yeah. Like, it's really gross. Yeah. And sends a horrible... Because if you think... So we can understand the nuance of, like, oh, they're dating for this reason, Mm -hmm. specifically. But as a kid, all you see is, like, oh, the bad guy and the the bad guy and the good girl. It's the beauty and the beast. Bull nonsense. (laughs) Um, That, and, like, they had to 
pretty up Allison. Yeah, that part always made me sad too. Where it was like, no, I'm totally down for like you're spending nine hours with someone, like give each other a makeover because it's fun. Yeah, but it's really damaging to be like, oh, now she's attractive. Yeah, and you do see a little bit where like he starts to like notice her a little bit before the makeover. Yeah, they like connect, but like nobody ever thinks about her until the makeover. Right, but they also connect over like. You know, parental abuse. Yeah. (laughs) Is their primary connection to each other. So all of these relationships uh, are, like, so glad that this happened and really unhealthy. Yeah. Like, supremely unhealthy relationships that were, like, kind of cool and rebellious in the 80s. And now I'm like, why would you ever do that? And surprisingly enough, 21 Jump Street did a really nice job of being, like... No. teenagers are weird now and like clicks don't even make sense and people are just like people are just like why are you being mean to them yeah like people yeah. are now like why would you bully like most people now are like why would you bully someone yeah like what a waste of your time <laughs> like what a waste of your time bullying someone why would you do this yeah. <laughs> so i'm so glad that i'm as awful as people are i'm so glad that teenagers that's excellent. Uh, that's an excellent meme. Makes me really happy. Will you send that to me, please? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I meet more young people who are straight up just, like, yeah, why would I ever be mean to someone like that? Yeah. Like, why would I leave somebody out? Like, yeah. that doesn't make any... Like, it doesn't make sense to them. Yeah. I think, finally, all of our anti-bullying and please be accepting and tolerant of other people messaging that, like, we've been doing for forever has yeah. finally gotten to the point where it's, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? And anyone who does do that is immediately publicly shamed. (laughs) (laughs) Like all of the people who do do these things, it's just like you are on the internet and like may never get a job and like this is like like you're destroyed. Yeah. Which, for better or worse, it's what it is. But at least we're keeping some more kids safe. Yeah. (laughs) We're keeping some people safe by you know sort of like. As a society, calling out behavior that's unacceptable. Yeah. The Breakfast Club. I mean, that's kind of all like... like Don't fight. Back in uh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, did you? No. Scratch that. (laughs) So, our life lessons from 21 Breakfast Club Street. (laughs) Sucks to suck. Don't fight your teachers. Keep your face out of other people's skirts forever, unless they've asked you to. But even then, like, just don't. Just stay out of it. <laughs> Literally stay out of the skirts. <laughs> don't assault people. And the things that you think are a joke may be assault. That is the thing. Yeah. Is it was written as a joke, and it was absolutely an assault. Like, right. that was so horrifying to think about. Yeah. I'm like... I got the skeevies. Yeah. Is that a thing you can have? I, if, yes, it is. <laughs> I got I the skeevies thinking now. about that happening. Yeah. Oh, that is horrifying to consider. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you know, don't get into relationships with people who think you're pretty when you get a makeover. That's what I learned in high school. Yeah. I was super plain. Every movie that we went to see that was aimed at our generation was, was like, get a makeover. makeover. Being awesome. <laughs> But the, but like the most ridiculous thing was though, it's true. Yeah. I was super plain and like intentionally very 
like what like rebellious looking and like emo or whatever on purpose my first like two and a half years of high school Mm -hmm. I got a haircut and I started wearing clothing that fit me appropriately Mm -hmm. I could not get boys to go away in a way that was like frustrating in a way that was like that wasn't it wasn't like I was being stalked but it was a matter of like can you just Talk to me as a friend, please, instead of trying to get something out of me. Yeah. Like, it was either information about someone else, or it was, like, they wanted to, like, get me alone for things. And I was like, I don't understand why this is... Ha- like, A, why is this happening to me at all? Mm-hmm. And B, like, none of you thought I was pretty a year ago. Yeah. Like, I look the same, and I smell the same, <laughs> and I live in the same place, and I talk the same way. Yeah. I'm just wearing a like slightly different clothing, slightly different clothing, and I got a haircut. Yeah. And I like started to, I um, started to wear like makeup from time to time. And suddenly I was like, pe- like boys wanted to talk to me all of the time and like hang out. And I was like, go away. Like I don't want your affection because you were not interested in me a year yeah. ago yeah. when I was the exact same person I am now. Yeah. Like it was. So annoying. And I just remember being really cognizant of, like, it, the, of, like, the specific moments that it changed my friendships. That, like, suddenly me being, like, pretty, quote, mm-hmm. changed my friendships. Yeah. And I was so bothered by it. Yeah. Like, I would have, I would have loved an ending in The Breakfast Club where, like, <sighs> where Claire and John make a more obvious <laughs> pact that, like, we're just going to piss off my parents yeah. and like that's very clear and it doesn't and become it doesn't end in, like, in like a very a sexual relationship romantic kiss at the end yeah no like yeah. i would like it where they're like like we're into each other and stuff but like we're just gonna <laughs> this p- like the, this is to piss yeah. off my parents yeah. and that there was no makeover and the two of like if the two of them were actually just a couple and there was no makeover yeah. that would have been yeah. like a preferred ending or even if they didn't I become a couple this couple had been made now it would be like that. It would, it would totally that's be like that. the way that, like, teen yeah. movies are way more aware of that kind of stuff now. We would probably also end up with some, like, <laughs> less heteronormative storylines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No sexual assault would happen. They would absolutely still get stoned in the library. Yep. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that would totally be the same, but they they would have taken out the word faggot, obviously. Yeah. Like, there would have been a lot of words that were used that yeah. could, like, the intention could be the same and, like, words not used. Yeah. Or if they did use the word, someone could have then been like, uh-uh. Right. Like, yeah. no, 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 no. It would Like, the jock would have very easily... Like, I would like to see a movie where the jock is like, why are you using this word? Like, yeah. this is totally inappropriate language. Right. And not in a way that's like, you said a bad word, but it's like... What do you, like, do you even understand what you're saying right now? Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been, this is a breakfast club that I want. I would be totally fine if they remade the breakfast club. And I know there are a lot of people who would be super mad about it, but I, I would, would be fine. Not to remake it, but it's like a reimagined, yeah. like, a whole different thing. Not, like, new breakfast club. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't need a new breakfast club. But, yeah, this, like, this idea of a movie can be done again in a really awesome way. In a way that, like, yeah, that handles things in a way that's far more appropriate and less, like, all of the problematic things yeah. can easily be shifted and make, like, a real, and and create a movie that I would, 
I think that would be such a cool comparison to sit down with, like, your teenage children and be like, here's what I watched. Yeah. <laughs> and here's what you have now. And, like, let's look at, like, the actual differences and the progress that's been made and why it's so vital to not go back to that. Yeah. But to recognize and, like, acknowledge and understand, like, how this was a part of the past and why it was and why things are, like, the way that they are right now. Yeah. Think of how important it is to know that, like, yeah. that's assault. That's not a joke. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. That's how men get away with so much nonsense. It's like, who's the joke? And it's like, you hurt me. You physically harmed me. Yeah. Like, I don't have a bruise to show you, but like, he stuck his face in yeah. her crotch. Yeah. And we're going to sit around and be like, that's funny. No, not appropriate. Not on my watch. Time's up. <laughs> yep. Anyways. I really love this movie. It's a great movie. I, I mean, I love it. I adore this movie. And I I so appreciate that all of us could grow up and watch it again and not be like, that was perfect and it wouldn't change anything. Yeah. It's like, I would change a lot. Yeah. I would change so many things before I allowed my kid to watch it. Or it's a movie that I would watch with a kid and be like, I want to talk about it. Yeah. I, I want to talk about this. Watching 16 Candles with my dad when <laughs> I was younger. I've never seen that movie because I was... It was so I was so wary of the things happening in this movie, yeah. and this was mild. Yeah. I, was so like, in that, I just remember my dad being like, oh, this is a really famous teen movie. Like, you should watch this. And he turns it on, and it's the scene where, like, he holds her underwear up in the bathroom. And I was like, Dad, what are you Dad, thinking no. Watch? Ugh. But Dude. yeah, that's another, like, classic teen. And then that's the thing about the John Hughes movies is, like, I think they gave teen movies weight. Mm-hmm. You know, like they yeah. didn't just, they weren't, it wasn't just like, you know, beach party movies anymore for no. teenagers. It was like, it respected teenagers and tried to reflect what real teenagers were like. Yeah. And like, like these are the things that we're talking to our friends they about. Were, like, that's mm-hmm. how teens were in the 80s. Mm-hmm. This is absolutely the stuff I was talking to my friends about. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, The Breakfast Club. Have yourself a bowl of cereal and watch it. Yeah. Ready to wrap up this podcast? So, before we do, because yeah. we forgot last time, and I don't know how. What? How many Channings do you give this movie? Oh my gosh! I give this movie... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it... I'm gonna give it nine and a half out of ten. Because that half are the things are the that I, Are the problematic elements that I would absolutely change. Everything else is awesome. Yeah. Soundtrack's awesome. The continuity is pretty awesome. It's so... Yeah, the continuity is cool. And, like, it's so fascinating how it's, like, such an ingrained part in our culture. Like, it's a pop culture, like, touchstone for so many people. Mm-hmm. That, like, all you have to do is, like, throw your fist up like that and you know exactly... Yep. ...what movie you're talking about. Tatum's? Tatum's. I'm gonna get... Whoa, you're really close to my face. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to the drive through worker today. Oh, I pulled no. up and I, I just pulled right up and said, Ew! And I was like, what am I doing? You're welcome. I'm going to give it nine. For the same reasons. It's Great. a good movie. Solid. Yeah. If I could turn back time, <laughs> I'd change rape culture. Uh, well, if you found any of this podcast remotely tantalizing, which is possible, 
but not probable. There were a lot of long pauses happening. Maybe you can edit out some pauses if you feel like <laughs> some good Googling pauses out. Uh, you can check out all the show notes. Everything that we talked about uh, will be linked to at viewingpartypod.com. Um, any videos that we mentioned, all the podcasts that I ranted about earlier, <laughs> we'll have links to all those. It's going to be a, a good, good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter at viewingpartypod. We got fun. We got. We just got funsies on there. Just check it out. It's a good. It's. It's also a good. Good time. Um, if you want to hear more podcasts like ours or very different from ours, because maybe ours sucks for you, we're totally down for that. You can check out the Lady Pod Squad using the hashtag Lady Pod Squad. You'll find all sorts of cool podcasts run by women. Maybe even run by Molly Ringwald. Not making any promises. I don't really know her. <laughs> Probably be super cool to listen to though. I, She's gotta have some good stories. Yes, I want to listen to Molly Ringwald podcast. You can look that up. Mm, yeah, that'd be really nice. Um, yeah, you can join us next week when we watch something else, talk about something different. Guess what next week is? It's Christmas. It's Magic Mike by Christmas. <gasps> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I'm out of town next weekend. We gotta plan when to do this. Yeah. It's Magic Mike by Christmas. <gasps> it's Magic Mike time. I'm so excited. Maybe I'll watch it with my boyfriend. That would be terrible. I don't think he'd enjoy that at all. I'd think he'd have a terrible time. Ah, uh, awesome. Well, you can join us next week when we watch Magic Mike and talk about all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> Probably also rape culture. <laughs> Until then, I'm Katie. I'm Wesley. And this has been Viewing Party. And that's Bubbles, the co-host of Co-Host. Bye. I have a Saturday Night Live video that I need us to watch. It's been on hold the whole time. It's just been, like, ready to go. One-dimensional female character. 